Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome Hello. to Northwestern Stitch Magazine mm-hmm. podcast. I'm Libby. And my name's Linda. And today we're going to talk about sex through a cultural lens for yes. this month's or this quarter's this, edition. The upcoming, um, upcoming Stitch Print Magazine, which mm-hmm. is going to be our sex issue. So mm-hmm. this will fit right in. Yes. Okay, so we kind of wanted to start talking about women and sex mm-hmm. and like how women are portrayed in, in movies. Media. And, yeah, mm-hmm. media. media we consume. Um, and yeah, so. Okay. So the first, when I was making, you know, the outline and researching, the first show that jumped in my mm-hmm. mind was like Riverdale. Oh, yeah. So besides being our lovable, cringy TV show <laughs> that we all love to watch secretly, yeah. um, there was. First of all, the actors and actresses in Riverdale mm-hmm. are adults. Yeah. But they're portraying what is happening in this, like, imaginary high yeah. school. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like they're having sex with each other, like, every single other ish. <laughs> like, every yeah. single other episode. Yeah. And that bit kind of, like, irks me in a way that it seems kind of exploitative to have. Yeah. Adults portraying teenagers and having them like in these like steamy scenes, yeah, and that's just not how my high school career went down. So I was quite a little bit uncomfortable with that. But I feel like this all culminates in that yeah. one iconic episode, or I think iconic would be the bad word for it, where the character of Betty um, performs a striptease oh in front of her boyfriend Jughead and her mom and. Her, wait, her mom. Wait, yeah, her, her mom, mom is like there. there, and also her boyfriend's dad. So oh. what was his name? Uh, FP FP Jones. Yeah, oh he's also gosh. there. So mind you, this so the actress that portrays her is mm-hmm. twenty two. Yeah, but little uh, Betty, the character of Betty, is about sixteen in mm-hmm. the show, and I don't know. So yeah. I already stated like my my opinion on that. It's just that it's a prime example of how media capitalizes on like the sexuality mm-hmm. of young girls yeah, and sure. it just seems kind of and they portray this as this like el- almost elusive yeah like oh my gosh are we actually doing this kind mm-hmm. of thing um so yeah so what do you think about that i just i remember hearing about this mm-hmm. and i watched oh, the show thing, for a definitely. bit yeah. yeah yeah and it's just like i i can understand like people can see that like it's a show or whatever but mm-hmm. I just think it's so wrong for kids. Like, I think most people watching Riverdale, oh, unless like, they're watching it ironically, like, they're young kids, they're like, young middle kids. school to Yeah, because it's on, like, the CW or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so I don't understand, like, I don't know. I think it can be, in a way, like, not kind of dangerous. And Like, if you look up to these, like, characters mm-hmm. and, like, I don't know. When I watch shows, I get, like... Really into it, attached, like inspired, Mm -hmm. and I think for young girls to be, young girls and guys Mm -hmm. especially too. Because it's not like a healthy depiction of teenage sexuality. No, it's like all these shows are like girls getting pregnant like every minute, and Mm -hmm. like I mean whatever. Obviously, like there's just like no mission of like yeah. I am sure they're having like you know they're consensual or whatever, but there's like no mission of like consent or like protection. Yeah. And I get, like, TV shows are supposed to be separated from yeah. reality in a way. But, like, the least you can do is, yeah. I don't know, have a scene where, like, Jughead, like, reaches for, like, a condom or something. Yeah. Or, I don't know. But instead, we have these, like, really aggressive sex scenes yeah. put into every episode and, yeah. like, steamy music playing yeah. in the background. And it probably puts so much pressure on girls. Like, imagine being in high school and, like, you have your first boyfriend, mm-hmm. which is always, like, 
you like oh Snapchat and text each other and you're like, oh, let's hug today. Oh my god! Like, and like, then you're watching this... Betty and she's like giving lap dances to her boyfriend. You're like, is that what yeah, I have yeah, to do? Yeah. Is that what I'm expected to do? Mm-hmm. And I think that's just like, it's kind of awful that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes girls be like, okay, that's mm-hmm. what's sexy. That's what that's I'm what, yeah, just it's... like. That's what I have to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of all like centered around what guys want and like. That's like the whole premise of all these shows mm-hmm. is like like the girl has to seduce the guy mm-hmm. and like do all this stuff and the like, woman is like objectified yeah. basically. And it's awful. <laughs> so that kind of like brings into like the next thing mm-hmm. we were wanting to talk about, which is like the male gaze. Yeah. So the male gaze is this um talk this this term that is used by mm-hmm. um Film critics and yeah. is first mentioned by Laura Mulvey in her nineteen seventy five essay Visual Pleasures in Narrative Cinema, mm-hmm. which is basically saying how films and TV shows frame women in a way that responds that tries to elicit like sexual desire in for the heterosexual male. Yeah. Um, yeah. And basically, this is using like close ups on the woman's body. It's kind of being voyeuristic. It's basically just kind of gross mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. And we see a lot of this. I feel like in like basically like sex scenes yeah um where the woman is always the one like being lifted onto tables or whatever like pushed around yeah and um the man's the dominant and the woman's the submissive and Mm -hmm. you were talking about how the if the roles were reversed yeah Yeah, we were saying like i just think if you're like in a movie theater and they're showing like shots of like guys like, in the same way, like, how they zoom in on a girl's boobs or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, zooming in on a guy's, like, six-pack or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, like, I think people would be really uncomfortable. And honestly, I would be kind of like, wait, this is strange. Like, mm-hmm. what is, like, you know? Yeah. Uh, which is kind of interesting because I feel like we're so trained to be like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is normal. There's like, always that scene where, like, yeah. this, the bra is, like, dramatically yeah. unclasped and everybody's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, I think this was like pretty prominent in the movie trilogy or whatever of like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, I feel like there were first of all the movie is just like as a whole it's just a very unrealistic portrayal of like BDSM. Yeah, and it's kind of like glorifying an abusive relationship. Yeah, but especially in the sex scenes, like they show the code. I think that's the actress's name, Dakota. Yeah, I think yeah. whatever oh, the yeah. uh, the Anastasia. That's yeah. her name. <laughs> they showed Anastasia's boobs, so mm-hmm. she was like bare chested, but they didn't show Christian Grace. <laughs> for lack of a better word yeah and it's just like she was like like her like uh, quote unquote like revealing parts were revealed in the movie mm-hmm. but like that's the inequality like why yeah. don't we see like his penis yeah know? I don't know that's very interesting mm-hmm. like I don't I'm not a huge obvious, I'm not a huge fan of those yeah, yeah, yeah. those movies but yeah there's something just so strange about the way we just kind of view the women in these shows and like and there's always that argument where it's like oh it's not real it's just like a movie or a television show but it matters Mm -hmm. like it really does matter and it's like i remember when that show came out oh yeah no the movie i guess Mm -hmm. uh and it was so scandalous Mm -hmm. and like i mean rightfully so there are it's pretty like graphic yeah. yeah but it's just like a strange I don't know. I don't like the way they portrayed her and, like, I remember just, It was like, just, like, a very... Yeah. Like, she didn't really... First of all, it's, like, Twilight fanfiction. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let that slide. But, um, um, just, like, her character didn't really have a lot of... Depth. depth. No yeah. depth. 
And it's just like, don't you feel like in shows and movies, it's just like girls are either virgins, like really yeah. like there's, there's no in between. It's either you're a virgin, like super shy and like anxious and nerdy mm-hmm. or you're like a slut. Yeah. And it's like no in between. And girls are looking at these shows and being like, which one am I? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm in high school and I'm a virgin. Okay. Like I'm a loser. Mm -hmm. I need to like go the entire opposite direction and like, just like change who I am. And like, just to Mm -hmm. appeal to like the standards we have Mm -hmm. in our society. Basically appeal to like the master, the male, the male gaze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what you have right here. That like women are seen yeah. in these TV shows and these like all these pop culture as something to be like craved or to yeah. be hidden. I think the proper term is like the Madonna slash whore complex, yeah. whatever. But yeah, it's just like this weird expectation for women to mm-hmm. be like sexual, but at the same time like yeah, not sexual. Oh, it's so it's literally so confusing. Like mm-hmm. I remember like growing up and just. I don't know. I always wanted to like idolize characters, but there were so many different types of girls to look up to. And it was like so confusing. It was like, oh, like this girl from this TV show is like all the guys are attracted to her because she's like she's independent and she doesn't Mm -hmm. care about what they think. And then this girl in this other show Mm -hmm. is like craved because she's like really open about her sexuality Mm -hmm. and like like extra promiscuous or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. It was just there's just so many different ways that like different expectations for girls. Mm. And it was just really confusing. Like you're supposed to like, I don't know what your experience was in like middle school and stuff, but like it was confusing. Like I was like, yeah, am yeah, I yeah. supposed to be like going crazy and like Snapchat? Yeah. Am I supposed to be like sexy or am yeah. I supposed to be like reserved? Yeah. And I, I feel like there's so many negatives mm-hmm. to being, like, either one of those yeah. that you're just, like, confused. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, what in media terms is, like, the trope of, like, the cool girl. We see yeah. a lot of this in, I think, like, rom-coms mm-hmm. or, like, male-centered comedy movies yeah. where there's this girl. Mm-hmm. She's conventionally attractive. Yeah. Um, she likes – she's, like, sexy, yeah. but she's also one of the guys because yeah. she likes – I don't know, she likes beer, and mm-hmm. she likes watching football, and so I think this, and all the guys are like, wow, this kind of woman yeah. exists, but the thing is, she, she doesn't exist, because yeah. she was created by, like, male writers yeah. to write, like, the perfect love interest, yeah. and uh, Gillian Flynn, and I don't know if you've seen the movie Gone Girl, oh, or yeah. the book Gone Girl, Love. like, this <laughs> was, like, a big part of Gone Girl, um, basically, in the movie Gone Girl, mm-hmm. the main protagonist, Amy, yeah. Is she like she she pretends to be the cool girl for Nick, but yeah. Nick spoilers alert ended up like still cheating on her, and yeah. she kind of comes to the realization that it's kind of unfair for her to yeah. be like to I don't know in the she does this really awesome monologue in the movie where she's like like oh, I drink cold beer and I like ate hot dogs and I mm-hmm. like I blew him like three times a week or whatever yeah. and all these unrealistic expectations but she yeah. like she's perfected every single one of them but Nick ended up just like cheating on her with like yeah. a basically a younger version of the yeah. girl yeah also like leading to this thing where I don't know we just see like really increasingly like, like young girls mm-hmm. being depicted being depicted in like sexual yeah. situations in media yeah but coming to the topic of like the cool girl yeah yeah i don't know i feel like i definitely feel like i see the cool girl thing a lot and Mm -hmm. just like it's so confusing i think to look at that and be like it's interesting because it's like there's such a weird like she like has personality yeah 
but, but is her it really personality her personality? It's just basically eliciting like yeah romantic and sexual feelings in them. Yeah, because she, she's like she's not. I I can't even like call her like a goddess figure because mm-hmm. she's like down with one of the guys. She's yeah. like so cool or whatever. But yeah, it's just I don't yeah. know. I just feel like it's like it kind of makes me think about like how I've probably changed like changed who I am and mm-hmm. like molded to what I'm expected to be mm-hmm. for like male attention yeah, and that kind of stuff another like, thing with like pop culture and like care like how it like inf- affects us mm-hmm. because subconsciously or now we start to like how we behave in real life we start to pick up cues yeah. like from these media like yeah. oh this is what i should do in this situation yeah. this is what i should do in this situation which is scary because it's just like mm-hmm. shows should not be like leading your life but it's yeah like, like your idea yeah. of like being a sexually healthy woman should yeah. not be based on like a tv show character yeah. or a movie show character but you know it's just sometimes when you're put into those situations your your brain just like picks yeah. up these like visual cues that you see in like yeah. tv shows what shows like i feel like there have been some better shows about it like mm-hmm. and it's still it's so weird to see shows where they talk about that kind of stuff that like a more healthy way of like like how yeah like have you watched sex education on netflix oh no but i was like recommended it it's so good and it's just like it's one of those shows where i first like kind of saw like girls depicted like realistically mm-hmm. and not even that just like relationships were like more nuanced and mm-hmm. like it wasn't just oh the guys having a problem it's like the girls having problems too mm-hmm. and like it mentioned like masturbation and like mm-hmm. all those kinds of things that are so brushed over in regular shows mm-hmm. or not regular but like more typically in shows yeah and i don't know i feel like I don't know. I feel like people are starting to kind of come to terms with, like, okay, we need to have media and we need to have, like, real discussions about Mm -hmm. women and, like, what our lives are like and not just about what men think or, like, what they think about us as sexy. I feel like it's okay for for sex to be portrayed as anything but sexy. Like, Mm -hmm. sex can be, like, awkward or it can be, like, emotional or, like, healing. Mm -hmm. But, um, I don't know. We just right now there's like an oversaturation of like really aggressive like yeah like lustful sex being portrayed yeah. and like you said i feel mm-hmm. like we're definitely moving in the right direction and yeah i think the most we can do is like kind of pick, pick up when we're watching something that yeah. could lean towards like the problematic yeah. aspect but a okay f- a funny part about mm-hmm. that actually is like have you ever seen those like memes about like video games and it's like oh <laughs> the yeah. guy's armor is just like super like normal just like protective yeah, and, and the, the girls, girls wearing like, like oh two gosh, like two pasties <laughs> yeah like a little metal bikini mm-hmm. and she's like i'm safe oh my gosh <laughs> and it's just like i feel like that's actually like such but a funny yeah but it's good that people yeah. are like memeing it or whatever yeah. they're recognizing how like ridiculous it is yeah and she always yeah she needs like protection not yeah you know pasties but you yeah. know okay all right so now we're gonna move on to men and sex mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. okay so Basically, in, like, the whole reversal where women have this problem of being portrayed as overly submissive, mm-hmm. um, there's uh, a problem with men being portrayed as overly aggressive, and that yeah. is kind of to the topic of, like, toxic masculinity. Yeah. So, we were talking about how the sh- TV show Euphoria, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have always ever. seen, that <laughs> show, yeah, it does a really good job of kind of addressing the problem and also, like, dissecting it. And yeah. I think the prime example... 
to nobody's surprise, is the character of Nate. Yeah. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. A problematic man. Yeah. <laughs> very, very problematic. Um, toxic masculinity is basically... Well, what the name says, toxic masculinity. And uh, what Nate de- depicts in Euphoria is that he struggles to separate love and control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he see these like macho traits of being you know aggressive and Mm -hmm. assertive yeah and dominant Mm -hmm. but he takes it to the extreme in order to not be seen as like weak and feminine by his peers and this is kind of an infectious infectious uh culture because we see um during the show that his dad also like suffers the same problems and passes on to his son Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i definitely like really appreciated like kind of talking about toxic masculinity and like how guys suffer under the portrayal of sex too mm-hmm. and like but I did think like at some points like especially with Nate's character like I understand like showing his backstory and stuff but it's also I mean I don't think Euphoria did this but sometimes shows can tend to like blame those really like destructive and violent behaviors on like oh, but his dad was like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's why. And, like, yes, of course, that's a reason for, like, it's obviously, like, upbringing has a lot to do, like, do with, like, how mm-hmm. you treat other people. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm, like, I always get, like, a little concerned that it's, like, kind of making excuses for like, it. Like, morphing him into the bad boy trope. Yeah. That's like such that. a, that's such a bad, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I, like, appreciate Euphoria for showing, yeah. like, a truly teenage, like, abusive, like, Physically, emotionally, and essentially yeah. abusive relationship yeah. between, like, Nate and Maddie. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that Maddie was also conflicted, too. Like, it wasn't even, like... It wasn't, like, the classic example of, like, mm-hmm. abuse where she, like, actually wants to leave mm-hmm. the relationship. But, like, Maddie genuinely, like, wanted to protect him. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember, like, those points in, like, the movie... Or, like, the show where mm-hmm. she, like, cover it up and, like... I mean... I don't yeah, know. I thought that, that was interesting. Yeah. And I thought McKay was, like, I... One of the most prominent scenes to me was, like, when he's with his girlfriend. Yeah, with Cassie. Yeah, and they're yeah, having sex. Cassie. And then... He, like, grabs her. Yeah, because yeah. the guys... So, basically, I think it was, like, he was getting initiated onto the team. Oh, he was getting hazed. Hazed for either team or... Was uh, it really a I think it's I think it's probably a frat. Um, happy rushing week at Northwestern. <laughs> um... But basically, I think his, like, frat brothers... Were they in college or high school? He's in college. Maddie oh, is in yeah. high school. Oh, yeah. Uh, his Basically, I think the scene was, like, his brothers mm-hmm. uh, were initiating him, and, like, they, like, pin him to the ground and, yeah. like, pretend to, like, and sexually, like, like, harass him and yeah. pretend to, like, have gay sex with him or yeah. something. I didn't know. And or were they, like, beating him up? I couldn't really tell what it, was happening. It's, like, kind of ambiguous, but after that, he comes yeah. into the room he, like, tries to have sex with Cassie, and he, like, becomes really aggressive Very aggressive. Her. So like, this ugh. is another example of toxic masculinity. Instead of, like, healthily dealing with his emotions, yeah. like, the message of, it's okay to cry, it's okay yeah. to communicate, Yeah. Um, he bottles up these feelings and uses certain things in life as an outlet yeah. and does so in, like, a very he aggressive... uses women as an outlet. Yeah, like, yeah, your girlfriend yeah. Uses isn't here. sex, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you should talk to her, not, like, yeah sexually harass her but yeah you know. and i thought that was a really interesting like i don't know that scene really like stuck out to me you um, don't see that yeah, a lot no. you never see that a lot in yeah television. and it like shows the negative mm-hmm. side of that because i think 
like an interesting aspect of like our culture and our media mm-hmm. is the bad boy as we were talking yeah, about yeah, like yeah. kind of this idea of the bad boy mm-hmm. in shows and like I don't know I mean personally I was always a bad boy lover mm, like vampires yeah, yeah. team Damon all the way oh my gosh. and True. like I think it can be healthy obviously to like mm-hmm. a more like like you know the rebellious yeah, yeah, guy yeah. and you think that's more attractive like yeah it's okay to have that type but sometimes it's like kind of dangerous in the sense that it's like they make the bad boy out to be like oh it's okay if he like if he wants to like have sex like yeah, you're having you're, sex you're, and like and yeah. there's also there uh, there's always like a plot line where there's never like oh rebellious boy meets rebellious yeah. girl is always rebellious boy bad boy like yeah. emotionally distraught boy meets yeah. like pure virgin yeah good girl who's like never yeah. done a bad thing in her life and there's mm-hmm. this like kind of journey where he like Shows her to the dark side, or yeah. whatever, and it's that's just such a weird through this like weird, morally ambiguous, yeah, kind of abusive, kind of not relationship that yeah. also has like you know. And you watch that like growing up too. Again, like I know I keep yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, this, yeah. but like, <laughs> it just freaks me out that I like watch shows like that were kind of weirdly like. like a- Abuse, not abusive, not abusive. Like, it's just that maybe perhaps they didn't show sex in a positive no. manner. No, and especially like, like the show Pretty Little Liars. I don't know if you watch Pretty Little I Liars. Watch Pretty Little Liars. But uh, oh wait, the teacher. Yeah, oh yeah, my gosh, no, no, the, no, teacher. No, no, the teacher. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I did watch the first season. I think. Yeah, and and I was like, no spoilers <laughs> because this literally happened in like the first episode of Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. But basically, what happens is Arya and I. Like one of the main characters, mm-hmm. and mind you, they're in high school. Yeah, met starts dating her English teacher, like Mister Fizz, and they literally like have sex in like yeah. the first season. And yeah. she's, I don't know, if she's a freshman or a sophomore, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, like it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. It's like illegal, yeah. or whatever. That and was so weird. That plot line just like, oh my god, I it's know. just. And the worst part is like, I kind of love. Like I was like, yes, love yeah, like together. No, no, no. They the show made all kinds of like clouds surrounding like. Oh, will they or will they not? But yeah. what do you mean? It's like, yeah. it's basically, like why? And why um, did like I? I don't think I'm alone in this either. Like I think everyone like thought everybody deep down it, yeah. knew there was like, something wrong going on. I mean, but yeah, but at the same time, you're like, ooh, cute. The show like wants yeah. you to root for them, yeah. and like spoilers, they end up like marrying each other, yeah. and that's yeah. just very, very problematic, mm. and it's just weird, and I don't like how. I don't know. With that show and with, like, other shows, I feel like it is portraying girls as, like, something to be, like, their innocence to be destroyed. And yeah, then the guy taken away yeah. by, like, an experienced man. Yeah. And I just hate that, That's like, that was, odd. like, okay. an idea that was, like, pushed into our brains that, like, oh, like, once, like, a guy, like, takes your virginity, like, takes it. Like, like the, even that it. phrase, like, it's so, like, Oh, for a guy, it's like, he loses his yeah. virginity. Like, yeah. yay, hallelujah. Yeah. But, like, for girls, it's like, oh, she... She she, got, she, she gets taken away. Yeah, it's not even hers in the first and, like, time. And, like, it was forcefully taken from mm-hmm. her. And it's just, like, awful that, like, that's a thing. And, like, mm-hmm. even in high school, like, people would be, like, concerned about that. Mm-hmm. And, like, scared to be judged and mm-hmm. kind of lose that part of them. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> Definitely okay. not good. And I think... Since we're running a little bit, a little time, we can mm-hmm. just talk about Tinder. Oh yeah, let's okay. talk about. Uh, let's talk about Tinder. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about online dating. Oh my yes. gosh. Okay. Are you on dating apps? No, but I do have stories from friends who are Ooh. struggling Ooh. on Tinder. Interesting. But okay, tell me about. 
your experiences? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do, like, sometimes check Tinder. Like, I have an account. I, like, disable it all the time. Oh, my gosh. But I check it when I'm bored. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't know. I think most people... This is such, like, an annoying thing to say because, like, most people literally say, like, oh, I downloaded it as a joke. Mm-hmm. But I genuinely, yeah, like, yeah. I think I don't use it seriously. And I know a lot of people, like, say they don't use it seriously, yeah. but actually do. But, <laughs> you I know. Also, like, I people are like, oh, my gosh, Tinder just it's just for sex and i'm like mm-hmm. oh really and yeah. then they're like oh my god you should try bumble if you're actually mm-hmm. looking for like a secure relationship mm-hmm. and i mean it's just like so weird to me that with like this app on our phone yeah like we don't even have to get to know each like if you no. want to hook up you go on tinder like yeah. that's the thing that's like per- so permeated in our brains mm-hmm. like we don't even have to get to know a person anymore. No. Like, even back then, when you have, like, a one nice stand, you at least have to buy them a drink at a bar. Yeah. But you can literally just swipe yeah. on an app on your phone. You don't even have to do anything. Yeah. And perhaps you will, like, mm-hmm. hook up with a person one night. That's just so yeah. weird, isn't it? And the strange about? thing to me is, like, sometimes I'll meet people mm-hmm. uh, and not be interested in them until, like, a few weeks into knowing them and I'm like wait I actually do find them attractive but like tinder takes away that natural like yeah attraction like but it's, it's like you literally have a based on physical yeah. like you attraction. have one second to be like yeah. am I attracted to this person mm-hmm. it takes into like there's no discussion of I mean there's no physical way to do that but yeah. I don't know I just think it's interesting to like consider like how it's going to impact mm-hmm. like and how people will be guys? like oh he's yeah. like that kind of, he's like a tinder fuck boy or whatever yeah yeah oops am i allowed to say that oh <laughs> we shall know um yeah he's like a tinder fuck boy or like when we like scroll through our friends tinder and we like categorize people yeah like oh he's a nerd he's a dog he's a blah blah, yeah. blah. i don't know it's just mm-hmm. so weird how we treat like like in this like sex is almost like a commodity like yeah. on tinder it literally is yeah what's interesting like, is like when i talk like I don't want to tell people that I have it on my phone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's different for guys, but, like, there's something about it that's also you kind of don't want people to know you go on it, especially as a girl, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, like, a thing. Oh, yeah, the you know kind of, I mean? like, a sense of shame. Yeah. Yeah, for the guys, it's almost like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, like every, a lot of guys thing. have it. Oh, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to make generalizations but like i that's just kind of what i've no i i definitely have a profile on my i i downloaded it i haven't started using it but there's also there's like (laughs) that little like hint of shame like oh i'm just like throwing myself out there you know what i mean but yeah um, i don't know would you ever go on a tinder date oh my gosh is there even such a thing on tinder i thought we just like talk on tinder but uh some people do i know like that's wholesome i think that's I think that's the way we should go. Yeah. I don't think a relationship can stay online for forever before yeah. like meet each other. I feel like it's healthy to get to know each other online, bring it to real life because yeah. technology is just like such a useful way to hide yourself, you know, yeah. whatever. And like and, texting and just anything yeah. online is You just, can think you can think before you text. Yeah. And I'm also mm-hmm. like I'm such a sarcastic person mm-hmm. that like I feel I physically like I'm losing a part of my humor mm-hmm. when I'm texting and oh like gosh. you know. Especially when you don't know someone and you're, like, trying to, like, yeah, be funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't know, good. like, how do people, like, talk to people on these apps? <laughs> I don't... I want to know, but that's a whole nother... Yeah. <laughs> that's a personal issue. Okay. Yeah. And what do you think about... Maybe to finish this episode, yeah. we can talk about our experiences with, like, either family or just, like, sex education mm. in general. 
are your views? Yeah, so basically my parents didn't really talk to me about like sex or like relationships. Um, it was all pretty much hush-hush and I had to basically like discover what it is through mm-hmm. my research. Uh, you know, consuming media was mm-hmm. one outlet, but also like going on Tumblr and like just reading, I don't know, fan fiction and like a bunch oh of other gosh. things. What but uh, I feel like, especially for... I don't want to speak for, like, the entire Asian-American community, but mm-hmm. for more just, like, traditional... Yeah. I feel like there's still some really traditional households uh, that has, like, internalized shame about, like, hookups mm-hmm. or sex or, like, yeah. even masturbation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some, sometimes that's tied to tradition or, you know, tied to religion or other things like that. But mm-hmm. And sex ed was pretty horrible at my high school. Like, it was abstinence only, and mm-hmm. I actually, like, had to, like, write an opinion piece really? on it. Um, but I feel like my school took notice of that because yeah. so many students complain and now they're trying yeah. to. That's crazy. Did you go to a direction. religious school? Uh, I went to a private school in the South, okay. a private high school in the South. Oh, yeah. well, that so makes it sense. So it was kind yeah. of hush-hush, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went to a public school on the East Coast mm-hmm. and I don't think I, I don't really know exactly what I even learned in sex ed. I remember mm-hmm. we had a health class. They didn't teach abstinence only, mm-hmm. which was good. I think yeah, ours was like, I mean, it was pretty good. They probably could have been more inclusive of like LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, that was also a big yeah. issue at my high school. Yeah, I mean, they mentioned some stuff. Okay. But I remember someone told me that like there was definitely more like they would like have a just guys meeting and then like a just oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember exactly. I literally probably blocked that out of my memory because <laughs> like so embarrassing oh at that age like yeah. middle school and mm-hmm. high school i mean not in high school yeah no middle school. no just like the separation of the guys yeah. and girls because there's there shouldn't be shame about like yeah. around like i don't know menstruation and like or yeah and guys like, should learn that and girls should learn about guys issues like yeah. i think yeah there's definitely a lot for us to do like as mm-hmm. a society <laughs> but we can also see like how some of those values that we like uh, took or didn't take away or yeah. like, were viewed from during our family and also at our school has also like yeah. unconsciously or consciously affects the way like we think today yeah okay and all right so bring it back to the ending so look yeah. at this so like consciously or not different kinds of culture media our friend groups our family backgrounds or any other kinds of subcultures or identities yeah. you identify with um have like all permeated the ways that we think and talk about sex even when we reject how cultural how how parts of culture portray sex is an example of like culture's uh, influence and instead of simply finding faults with cultural portrayals of sex it's perhaps more advantageous to us to see culture as an important outlet for us to produce healthier and all encompassing representations of sex and yeah um i think in, in my opinion our pop culture at least is moving in like the correct yeah. direction with i definitely agree lgbtq plus representation different representations yeah mm-hmm. definitely yeah. a complicated issue but, but it's definitely a good issue to take it not take it into account but also think of using in a way to yeah better influence the world mm-hmm. yeah and okay. I think that's yeah. it. So thank you for listening. Um, and tune in next time mm-hmm. for our next podcast. Thank you.